The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Alrighty, you talk about resting on the sidelines. Well, there's a different kind of resting going on today, and it's it's a special one in my heart, probably a special one to a lot of people out there in the United States of America in particular, particularly those who are football fans. Good brother Jack Tatum today laid down to rest for the rest of his life here on earth and now going on to heaven. Good brother Jack Tatum died this morning. And uh, I believe about nine or so this morning, Pacific time, around noon, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, I just want to take a, a moment, if I could, for silence, because I'm really at a loss for words. But I'm going to get some. They're going to come from deep down inside of me. And I had a show laid out, right, a real good show. It's training camp for a whole lot of people, but I don't care about training camp right now. I care about paying tribute to a man who did so much for me. I met him twice in my entire life, and he made the greatest impact of any football player that ever made on me in my entire life. So I'm going to pay tribute right now with a moment of silence, and then I'm going to dedicate probably this entire show to my hero, Jack Tatum. Okay. No, we did not lose. You did not lose contact with the show. Uh, there was no technical difficulty. That was a, a moment of silence and respect and honor. See, I, I, I was on my Facebook page and I was saying that I'm struggling to find some words to say what I need to say in order to pay, you know, honor and respect to the man who meant so much to the game of football. Today's football is still impacted by a man that left the game. Oh, gosh, I don't know how many. T- 30, 30 years ago, probably more than that, Jack Tatum, I don't care who it is, somehow or another, somebody who is playing the game of football today, who plays the game with the tenacity and, and with the fear of just trying to punish, I'm sorry, who, who, who wants to instill the fear into another person who was playing the game, who wants to take their heart out of the game, as we say, See, the game of football is played today because of a man like Jack Tatum who played the game years ago. The game that is played today is not as violent as the game used to be. But there were many years where the NFL's product, the brand of NFL, was all about violence. It was a very violent, violent football game. And you wanted to hit somebody. You wanted to punish somebody. 
You wanted them to feel some pain. When you hit them, you wanted to hear them holler. There's a lot of people out there listening today. They know what hollering is. You know, you hit them and you, uh, you know, you just squeal, holler, do whatever. But you want to make sure that you cause some pain, the infliction of pain, no pain, no gain. Jack Tatum and Jack. Jack was a running back coming out of high school and went to the Ohio State University. Now, you ask me, why would I go to the Ohio State University? I wanted to hit people. I no longer wanted to be hit. I wanted to hit people. And who was teaching people how to hit? I mean, when you look at the highlights that they had, the highlights of the hits, Jack Tatum. I mean, Jack Tatum hit everybody from from Earl Campbell and 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 God rest his soul too. We we know about the Daryl Stingley incident. So we, we don't we don't want to sensationalize that. But the Earl Campbell hit on the goal line. Now Jack didn't make that tackle. Earl Campbell scored. But you talking about a safety hitting a... Okay, I'm going to call Earl Campbell a running back at the goal line. Mono on mono. That's that's football right there. Oh, my God. Wham! Met him at the goal line. Earl stumbled. Stumbled, I say. Earl stumbled into the end zone and scored. But Jack Tatum, oh, my goodness. There's no doubt in my mind Anybody who ever made it to the highest level ever will tell you if they look back up on it and you think about people who changed the game, period. I don't care what position you played. When you talk about just changing the game of football. Now, you might have had some pretty boys out there, too. But again, those of you who listen to this show, and by the way, you listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And I'm Ray Ellis talking about Jack Tatum. But let me tell you, if you wanted to play the game of football, you wanted to play the game like Jack Tatum. Yeah, some pretty boys on the offensive side of the field, but the, those pretty boys on the offensive side of the field was worried about the guy on the other side of the field who was trying to be like Jack. Before anybody wanted to be like Mike, you wanted to be like Jack. Today, there may be people who may not want to be like Mike. They might want to be like Kobe. They might want to be like LeBron, but if you want to play football and you're on the defensive side of the ball, you still want to be like Jack. I mean, <laughs> Tom Jackson jacked up. I mean, Tom letting you know people getting still getting jacked up today. And Jack Tatum ain't played football in God only knows how long, 30, 40 years. Jack Tatum, the greatest of all time. There is, listen. In my mind, there's no question. I'd even put, I, I put it out there that, I, you know, man, I, I just wish I had the time to run Ronnie Lott down. You know, I wish I had the time to run Kenny Easley down. I wish I had the time to run Dennis Smith down. I, you know, there's just so many, particularly in my generation of people that played football, that there was no doubt in our minds that if you, if you thought you had a chance to make it to the league, and you had all the other attributes, if your heart was as big as your body and you wanted to play, all you had to do was hit like Jack or try to hit like Jack. You know, I remember one time, you know, there's very few guys that I played when I said, okay, I'm a, I, well, I will always give the respect to those who deserve it. But if I'm looking at myself and I'm looking at the way somebody else played, who might I might want to play like them? I mean, besides Jack. 
you know, I'll take Ronnie. You know, come on. When you Ronnie, you only had to say your last name, but obviously that's Ronnie Lott. But I had a good dear friend of mine, too. God bless his soul. He and I played at Ohio State University together. His name is Todd Bell. Don't go across the middle of Todd Bell anywhere near you. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do it if Dennis Smith is doing that. The young man came in, played ball with me. Wes Hopkins, you don't want to go across the middle if Wes Hopkins is anywhere around. Dirty Waters, Andre, God bless his soul. You don't want to go across the middle anywhere at all if Andre Waters is around. You just you don't want to do that. You want to try to go someplace else. You, you, you just don't want to do that. And why? Why? Because of all these people were trying to emulate the game and play the game the way Jack played the game. Listen, those people out there who play the position of corner, if you want to be a great cornerback, if you want to shut it down, like primetime shuts it down, you want to say, hey, I got it over here. I don't need to go to the huddle. What you need to do is make sure that you got a safety or a couple safeties that want to play like Jack. Because guess what? If you got a couple safeties that want to play like Jack, that means they're not trying to go inside. The receiver ain't trying to go inside and run no routes across the middle or anything inside anywhere near that safety. Which means all you really got to do is cover like a third of the field. And he's going to be right there with you because if he do a double move, it's going to be a double move and go. Ain't going to be no double move and come inside. He ain't going that way because what's in there? Somebody who play like Jack. And we all try to play like Jack. I remember Herman Edwards used to tell me, hey, and again, sometimes I got to repeat something that's so good. Herman used to say, homeboy, homeboy. You can't keep running up in there like that. You ain't going to last too long. I think Jack played nine years. I played seven. It, 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 it takes a toll on your body, but you love what you're doing. And sometimes you're not aware. It takes time for these injuries to come around. But what you do, what you love doing is you love the fact that you hitting somebody and they hollering. Oh, <laughs> this is a show about making people holler because it's a tribute to Jack. Jack, I'm, man, I am so glad that you're out of the pain. Those of you who watched Jack Tame the past few years, you saw that he was suffering. I think he had a very serious case of diabetes. I think I know he lost, I believe, it's one of his his foot. He had a foot removed. I forget what year it was. And uh, that was difficult. But but Jack was still strong. He was on the sidelines when Ohio State played USC, cheering for the Buckeyes. We didn't, we didn't come out victorious. But Jack, just his presence, Jack Tatum, man, the, no doubt about it, the greatest safety ever played the game. The safety that made linebackers play differently. The safety that made defensive linemen play differently. The one man, 205 pounds, that made 250 and 60 and 70 and 80 and 90 and 300 pound men get tougher because Jack Tatum was the kind of cat you didn't run into you didn't want to run into Jack off of the football field you really didn't want to run to him on the football field the football field at least was a chance you could get an unsportsmanlike conduct you know personal foul penalty on him because you know perhaps maybe that blow to the head somebody felt that wasn't right but Jack would just jack you up take you out. And I'm, I'm listen. I'm, I'm paying a tribute to Jack from now on. I got a little salt and pepper going on right here. That's silver and black, in honor of Jack Tatum. I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna sport that from. I think I'm gonna sport that from now on. I got a little salt and pepper working, y'all. Yeah, you know the goatee. 
That's an honor. And Jack, from now on, I think I'm going to sport that. Silver and black. Jack Tatum, number 32, is gone. But let me just say this, too. I got a story I'm going to tell. I know we got a break coming up here pretty soon, but I'm going to tell about the story. I remember when, when Woody lost his job and Earl took over. And Earl was, I think it was a brilliant move. Earl brought in Jack Tatum and his team that had won a national championship. And it motivated us. But you know what motivated me? Jack Tatum. I got a chance to meet Jack Tatum. I'm going to tell you about the time when I met Jack Tatum after this break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and we'll be right back after this break. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Comprehend the guidelines. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports yeah it's been a long time coming but you know what they say Kaye. slow motion better than no motion I walked in the crib, got two kids and my baby mom. All righty, we're back to listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And I'm, I'm going to slow it down a little bit, but I, I'm just a little bit excited, you know. Sometimes the excitement, even in a loss, you, you're supposed to celebrate this. And, and, and I'm celebrating the fact that, wow, you know, my childhood hero, when it came to football, you know, Jack Tatum, I'm, I'm going to celebrate Jack's home going. Uh, the man I met, Jack Tatum, twice 
in my life. And, of course, I wanted to go, being from Ohio, I wanted to go to the Ohio State University to play football because, as I said earlier, before anybody ever wanted to be like Mike, they wanted to be like Jack. And that Jack was Jack Tatum. Jack Tatum, of course, played football at the Ohio State University. You know, he came in as a running back. He was moved to defensive back. And um, the game was changed from that point on. Probably one of the most... The, the most ferocious hitters, you know, a, a man who played without fear, didn't care about himself and many times didn't care about his opponent. He was trying to win the football game any possible way, gain whatever edge he possibly could. Now, did he really want to, you know, physically hurt you to the point where something happened to you, ended your career? No. But he wanted to gain that edge. And if he could gain that edge by simply making you think about him being at a certain place on the field when you arrive at that place, then he had won. And Jack did that many times. There were many people who didn't stretch out for the ball. You know, alligator arms, Jack Tatum, you know, he created that. And that's the reach for and pull back, you know, because I really don't want to stretch out and get laid out because Jack is in the area. You know, Jack Tatum, there are rules today in the game of football that have been changed. That should have been changed years ago because of a man like Jack Tatum playing that position. When you put somebody back there who has the athletic ability, the strength, who has the knowledge of the game, who knows uh, the ins and outs of an offense, knows what to anticipate. You know, a man who comes to a game so prepared and has that type of talent. And you put him in that position on the field of free safety, you're asking for trouble. And that's what Jack delivered. So let me tell you about the first time that I met Jack Tatum on the college campus of The Ohio State University. Uh, it was a spring game. And, um, and of course, it was spring football in Columbus. And, and, and Woody Hayes had been fired. And we had a new coach by the name of Earl Bruce. And Earl Bruce wanted to do everything he could to possibly get this team motivated. Uh, I mean, after all, we had lost three games. You know, that's a man. That's a real bad season uh, at the Ohio State University. And so because of that, what he decided he was going to do is he was going to bring in the last national championship team that had won a national championship at the Ohio State University at that time. And a, a member of that team was Jack Tatum. And so I was in a secondary that consisted of myself, uh, Todd Bell, uh, Vince Skillings, and Mike Guest. All four of us uh, was in that secondary, had played together. This was our second year. We, we, we were uh, sophomores the previous year, of which we lost those three games. Uh, Mike was a, a junior, so he was the, 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 the senior person, if you will, in that secondary. And, and, and of course, uh, we were all anxious because we heard that, of course, Jack Tatum, the legendary Jack Tatum was going to be on campus. And Jack was playing for the Raiders at that time. And so we didn't know. We thought perhaps maybe, you know, he and John Hicks was also, you know, a big name from that time. We thought perhaps maybe Jack wasn't going to show up. And Jack showed up. And if you could just imagine, you know, being still a kid. I was probably at that time maybe 19 years old. And, and, and I, here I was on the campus at Ohio State, maybe 20 you know, and, and playing ball and hoping that I would get a chance to go to the next level. I'm already playing in a horseshoe, so I'm, I'm feeling good about that. And, and here is Jack Tatum. You know, they say Woody built that house, but I, I think Jack built half of the horseshoe. 
And so I get a chance to meet him. And, of course, he's sporting some bling. He was sporting bling back in the day. He, you know, had on, you know, a, a, a ring. You know, and I asked Jack, uh, could I, you know, could I try that ring on? And I tried that ring on. And I think that was, at that time, uh, I think that was Jack's, it might have been his either national championship ring or one of his Super Bowl rings, okay? And I tried the ring on, and I played a little joke, and I told Jack I couldn't, couldn't get the ring off. Jack said, that's no problem. I'll take the finger, <laughs> you know? Uh, I mean, just like that. I mean, and, and for me, that was like the world. I mean, to hear Jack Tatum talk about taking my finger. I mean, because I had his ring on, but 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 it was it was really something that Jack said a word. Jack spoke to me. Jack said something to me, and sometimes you know you hear people today talk about how people look up to athletes and how you know we just worship athletes. Well, I'm I'm a believer in that you know you don't worship anything or anybody but God, but but you certainly can look up to somebody, but you look up to them for a reason, and and what reason? You know, are you looking to them for to set an example for, you know, what is it in your life that they can and how is it in your life that they can make an impact in your life? And Jack can make an impact in my life by just talking to me and inspiring me and talking to me about the game of football. Now, we didn't talk a whole lot about the game of football other than to encourage us. Hey, man, you know, I watch you guys play. You you guys are good. Like you got a whole lot of talent, you know, look like you possibly could. Um you know, you guys could do some things if you if you really concentrate and and and, and get in the books and, and be prepared for games. You you guys might be able to do something. And so he, he encouraged us that we could possibly win the Big Ten and, and possibly have a chance, you know, to go to the Rose Bowl. And and then to hear Jack Tatum give you a couple of inspirational words, you, and you're looking at this man and thinking that's Jack Tatum, and Jack Tatum thinks that I. And the rest of my buddies here in the secondary is good enough that we could win this Big Ten thing and go out and possibly play the national championship game. And it was just amazing just to sit there really in awe of because sometimes when you see your dream in life and you can touch it as tangible, you can feel it and touch it. And this is what you one day aspire to be. And it appears in front of you and you see that it's not that much bigger than you. Maybe it weighs a little bit. It's not taller than you. You know, perhaps maybe you you get this sense of feeling that your goal is attainable because your goal and what you you know, is no longer this thing that you just see on TV. It's something that you actually touched. You felt you put his ring on. You shook his hand. He's real. I mean, he's not a God. Jack Tatum might play like a God, but he's not a God. And so after I sized Jack up, I thought, hmm, Wow. Maybe I could do some things like Jack. And what did Jack do again? Jack played the game very, 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 very rough. You, you, you know, Jack didn't tackle. You know, in, in the game of football right now, you know, we always talk about, you know, football is not a contact sport. It's not. Contacts are what you have for business. Contacts are what you used to put in your eye. I think some people still put them in their eyes. Football is a collision sport. There are collisions on the football field. They do damage. If you make contact with somebody, you just touch them. <laughs> That's contact. You know, maybe in basketball, you're not allowed to make contact with the person. Well, you can. You can set a screen. But you can't contact the person when they're shooting. Football, collision sport. So Jack 
you know, left us with a couple inspiring words to let us know that, first of all, Ray, Todd, Vince, Mike, you guys got something good going on there. Now, you got to understand, too, now, I've thrown this name out there, Todd Bell, a couple times. I wasn't the only person in that secondary that wanted to be like Jack. There was another young man in that secondary came in the same time I did, too, by the name of Todd Bell. Todd wanted to be like a couple of people. He wanted to be like Jesse Owens, was like Jesse Owens, broke Jesse Owens' high school record. And Todd wanted to be like Jack. But Todd had a little bit more weight on him. So Todd was closer to being like Jack than I was at that time. Todd probably weighed about 205 when we were in college. But can you imagine playing against a secondary and you got two people in that secondary who are trying to be like Jack? And I mean, would jack you up? Well, that's what Todd and I were trying to do at Ohio State. We were really, truly trying to be like Jack. And we tried our damnness. And then we got a compliment from Jack Tatum that he, had pre- he liked the way we played the game. So what did that do? That made us want to play the game more and more like Jack. And so guess what? Those words, those inspiring words that Jack Tatum gave to me, Vince Skillings, and Mike Guess, and Todd Bell, and the rest of the people in the secondary, it helped us. It inspired us. And who was our coach at the time? Somebody who probably mm, had a screw or two missing. And he believed what Jack said too. Pete Carroll. So now Jack comes in, appreciates the talent that is there at Ohio State, tells us what we probably can do, and Pete heard it. Now, Pete had already felt, okay, they had a special group here. Now Jack Tatum thinks it's a special group. Now we're on a mission. So we got Jack Tatum inspiring us, and we got Pete Carroll leading us. So what do we do? I told you I met Jack two times personally. Second time, hmm. Second time, hmm. That was a very special time. That's why I'm, mm. I, You know, the second time was sweeter than the first time. You know, very few times you do something where the second time is better than the first time. The, most of the time, the first time is pretty damn good you don't forget about it when i met jack that was that was that was damn good it, it, ohio state pretty much besides my education now they didn't let me meet jack tatum i'm good i'm i'm, I'm good you will you, you make sure i get my education right and you're going to introduce me to jack tatum I, I'm, I'm i'm pretty good that's a pretty good career for me now and wait now okay now here's that other piece right now we're going to get ourselves on track because we've been inspired by jack and the next time we see Jack, we're going to be jacked up. You know why we're going to be jacked up? Because we're going to see Jack again in California. And what does that mean? That means we're in the Rose Bowl. And what does that mean? That means that Jack Tatum came to see us play in the Rose Bowl. Now, Ohio State is really high on my list now. Jack Tatum came to see me at practice. Jack Tatum told us we was good enough to win the, you know, the Big Ten and go to, you know, maybe the Rose Bowl, maybe the National Championship game. And it happened. And so what does Jack do? Jack comes back and goes to the game. It's been a long time, but I'm going to tell you about the second time that I had a conversation with the greatest to ever play that game at safety. No doubt about it. Jack Tatum. You might get jacked up on this show because I am. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, having a tribute to the greatest of all time, Jack Tatum. The opening kickoff. 
kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And I'm, I'm just excited, man. Like I said, this I'm, I'm, I'm in the studios all by myself. Got my headphones on and I got my little scrapbook here. Now, I, I bought this scrapbook in because I want, as I say, pay tribute to Jack Tatum. And, and I only made a scrapbook for myself one time in my entire life. And, and this scrapbook, one of the reasons why I made it is because one time they made a small mention of my name and they linked it up to Jack Tatum. But before I go into that, listen, this ain't about me. It's about Jack. And I got Daryl on the line with me. Daryl's out of Columbus. Daryl, what's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, man? How you doing, man? man I'm, I'm so sad to hear about Jack, man. I just heard about it just now. Yeah, man. I tell you what, you know, like I said, anybody who know anything about football, I don't care how young or how old you are, somehow or another, particularly if you were a young man, you know, you found out that if you want to play the game and you want to play defense and you want to hit, you got to hit like Jack Tatum. Hey, man, I'm in Columbus and Jack. 
I can remember as a small kid, Jack and John Hicks, they uh, took us up there to meet them at OSU. Not only was Jack and uh, Tim Dayton on the field, off the field, but when you seen Jack Tatum hit, every time he hit, you just went out. And I always remember Jack as one of the greatest hitters in the history of Ohio State football. And I don't think there'll be anybody that'll ever come along that'll have the impact that Jack had. Where they come 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, Jack was the the top of the class, and I'm so sad to hear about Jack. Man, I, I tell you what, like like you said, when you were a kid, I, I was a kid down the road there in Canton, Ohio, and at that time, you know, I, you know, Jack, even when he was playing for Ohio State, you know, in the 60s and 68 or 69, you know, back then, and right. then as I got older, he was playing for the Raiders when I came to Ohio State. You know, the whole thing was, you know, you know, Archie had been there and won two Heismans and everything, and you had, you know, Rex Kern and all them guys that had been there, you know. You know, you had John Hicks, you know, you had Pete. Uh, you had, you know, Big Pete Johnson, you had Archie Griffin, you had, you know, Tom Cousin, all them cats. Ohio State is known for Jack Tatum. Jack, yeah. Jack Tatum, I mean, something needs to be made. I mean, something needs to be named, made, built after Jack Tatum. The Pro Football Hall of Fame, now Primetime has said this. Prime, you know, which is Deion Sanders, of course. Prime has said, yeah. listen, you don't get in the Hall of Fame for hitting. You get in for interceptions. Now, I'm, I'm telling you, I think there needs to be an exception for the rule. The, there is a, rules have been changed because of the way this man played the game. Jack Tatum, you wanted a physical football game. You wanted to pay a man for them woo hits. And, and Daryl, you know what them woo hits are. Them, them woo hits are the kind of hits when you hit somebody in the whole stadium go, woo. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know. That's what Jack, you got your money worth. When you went yeah. to a game, Jack gave you at least two or three of those a game. But the one sad thing was that everybody remembers the one hit on Daryl Stingley. But that's how Jack Tatum played the game. If you came across the middle, he was cracking you. I'll never ever believe that it was intentional. That's just a game of football. And God has a way of doing things, and that's just, and that's just something that happened. And that's the one thing that I think that really bothered Jack his whole entire life. Jack was a football player. When, when, when you say you're a football player, if you play like Jack Tatum, hey, I respect you. You know, And that's what Jack did. Hey. Man, we had a lot of great backs. Even when, Ray, you know, man, you were there, you had Ty Bell. Ty Bell was sort of like the same type of player. God bless him, too. You know, but like I said, there'll never be another Jack Tatum. And we do need to do something, or she needs to do something. And if they don't, you know, they need to have a day in this city for Jack Tatum because he put us on the map, and everybody knew where Jack Tatum was from, Ohio State Buckeye, Columbus, Ohio. And I, listen, here, I'm going to tell you what, Daryl, you're part of it. We're starting right now. You know, that this is a campaign. There's no reason why in the world, listen, if they can put statues up around the country about uh, with different players and the impact, the positive impact they had. Listen, yeah. I, I heard you mention the Daryl Stingley. If nothing else, listen, let's, you know how you can take lemons and make lemonade out of it? Yeah. Okay, if that's a bad thing, let's make a good thing out of it because you're right. Jack Tatum, I, I have a picture on my Facebook page. It's, it's, it's a hit that I made on Tony Dorsett. And, and the reason why that hit is is on my Facebook page is for a couple different reasons. For one, that's a Hall of Famer. And so I just say, listen, when my time came, you know, I stood up to him and I, I played the game the way I was taught to. But right. Pete Carroll taught me he didn't want me hitting a man in the shoulder. He didn't right. want me hitting a man in the knee. He didn't right. want me grabbing a man around the head. He wanted me to hit a man in the face. And, and, and that is what I did. I hit that man in the face because that's the way I was taught. Jack Tatum, when Jack Tatum made that hit on Daryl Stingley. Now, in my opinion, 
one thing that I think that happened is Daryl was trying to protect himself. So Daryl ducked his head. And, right. when he, and when he ducked his head, that's the worst position that the neck can be in because the neck can't, it's not, it's not meant to be bent down. It can go back. I mean, right. one thing, if it goes back, you might rip it off, but very few necks ever get ripped off your head. Right. So, so heads ever get ripped off the neck. But when you bend it down, it just can't stand that impact and, and it cracked, the vertebrae cracks. So, so that's what happened. But Jack was playing football within the rules. Right. And, and, and you're right. Jack didn't want, he didn't intentionally, he wanted to put some fear into Daryl coming across the middle. Right. But he did not want to cripple the man and end his football career. So we all right. know that. And I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because I think, you see, see Daryl did what each and everybody did who came towards Jack did. That fear saying that no, oh, he getting ready to hit me, and that's what happened. But you know, like I said with Jack, man, I had so much love and respect because he came back here to Columbus and he did his thing with you know, man, Diabetes Foundation, and and you know, he was just a great guy, man. And and, and just to and just to hear that he, you know, man, passed today, but he's going to a uh, you know, you know, man, better place. But it's a lot of good memories about Jack Tatum, and if you can't find one, you won't have no problem finding one. Trust me, if you look, because there's a whole bunch of them, man. And I appreciate your time, Ray. You know who I am, though, right? Hey, 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 this is Daryl from out of Columbus, right? Yeah, so uh, you know Nita Robinson. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you know who I am now. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate yeah. the support, man. For sure, Ray. Okay, Daryl. Appreciate Thanks it. A lot. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's homeboy Daryl. Yeah, man, appreciate the call. Listen, people from all over the country have to understand right now that this is a time to celebrate. It's not a time to be sad. You know, Jack Tatum bought enjoyment into the living rooms of so many people throughout the, the Raider Nation. The Raider Nation is all about Jack Tatum. You, you can, I don't care. You can bring up all those other names that you want to. You can bring up Howie Long. You know, you, you, you can bring up Sistrom, uh, uh, all them other guys. Listen, you know, Lester Hayes. Lester, God bless you out there, too. You still out there with us, man. I know you you celebrating the home going of Jack Tatum. But I am telling you, Jack Tatum, Jack Tatum meant so much to NFL. And NFL, listen, the NFL prospered when the Raiders, the Raiders, everybody calls the Cowboys the, you know, America, not everybody, but they deemed themselves America's team. But the fact of the matter is the Raiders are probably the real America's team, if you were to name a team that, that probably has so many loyal followers around the country. Because for one thing, the the Raiders, is, is something dark about the Raiders. You know, it's like that Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It's that other personality that we have that nobody really knows about that you can put on this uniform and you can go out and you can be mean and you can be nasty and you can hit somebody. You know, the things that the Raiders did on the football field, again, it's assault and battery in everyday life. And so it gives you it gave you the opportunity to legally go out and do what you wanted to do. You know, okay, let's say you got a boss, right? And you just want to just walk straight up to your boss and just smack the, you know, right out of her or right out of him. Or you just want to walk right out and just, you know, overhand left and then right and then uppercut and then kick and then walk out the door, you know, or you just you want to quit, right? But before you quit, you want to go in and give them a piece of your mind? Okay, the Raiders did that for you on Sunday. That's what they did. That, that's what the Raiders did. And that's why everybody likes the Raiders, because the Raiders got a chance to do what you wanted to do to somebody. 
And most of the time, Jack Tatum did it for you. You just wanted to cold cock somebody and get away with it, and it would be okay. And then maybe, nah, I started to say you might help him up, but Jack wasn't good at helping a whole lot of people up. Because a lot of times, you know, it, you know, you needed assistance, some smelling sauce or something like that. It wasn't, you weren't getting right up. Not if you came around the area of which Jack Tatum was. It took you a little bit of time. A couple commercials, I, I think that would do. You know, a couple commercials, that's about two minutes. Yeah, you take a two-minute nap, and then you could get back up. But Jack Tatum, the greatest of all time, not another safety. You know, and I'm, I'm going to give, man, I'm going to give it up to my man, Ronnie Lott. Ronnie Lott, because Ronnie played the game the way Jack played it. That's where Ronnie got his game from, from Jack Tatum. And I, it's been a while, a couple, about a year or two, about two years since I've seen Ronnie. But I'm, I played when Ronnie played. I know what Ronnie was trying to do. Everybody's trying to be like Jack Tatum. But Ohio State University, the Ohio State University, okay, I'm, I'm wondering what you're going to do. I, I really am wondering what is the Ohio State University going to do to pay honor to the greatest football player. I know Archie won two Heisman trophies. And Archie, thank you. Archie, you know, okay, besides Jack Tatum, I got to say I was very, very much impressed when I met the man, Archie Griffin. No doubt, ain't no doubt in my mind, much love and respect for Archie Griffin. But Archie, you know I'm a defensive player. And, and, and I appreciate them. The pictures didn't come out, Archie. But I will say this, Jack Tatum, Jack Tatum is the man. You know, it, Woody, Jack, we, we got to have some statues. Now, I think there's one of Coach Hayes somewhere around campus. It's been a while since I've been. I'm going to tell the truth. 2006, the last time I was on campus, I need to get back there. But if there's not a statue going up right now, we're we going to start a campaign to have a statue built on the campus of the Ohio State University for Jack Tatum. Now, he's in the College Hall of Fame. Certainly in Ohio State's Hall of Fame. But why in the world is Jack Tatum not in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Come on. Let's, Mr. Goodell, come on. Let's, let's, let's do something. This day, let's start the campaign to get Jack Tatum into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. And I'm happy because Jack is happy because Jack is in heaven. God bless you, my man. We'll be back. I ain't got no car to take you on a date. I can't even buy you flowers, flowers, The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, speak up, or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. 
You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Rihanna. Uh-huh. Good girl going bad. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Take three. Uh-huh. Action. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No clouds in my stones. Let it rain. I hide your plane in the bank. Coming down at the Dow Jones. When the clouds come, we go. All righty, we're back. This is the Real Sports of the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, Living Like It Matters, and this is a tribute to Jack Tatum. I want to be like Jack. I wanted to be like Jack. And, you know, it's amazing that you grow up, and, and there are many times in life that we aspire to do many things. And sometimes we reach those goals, and other times we don't. We may fall short, and many of us fall short. We certainly fall short of what our Heavenly Father has for us in place. But sometimes you get to the point where, you know, it's like, and if I could just be a little bit like him or if somebody could mention my name or somebody could do something. Listen, I've been on this earth for five decades and I, I want to tell you, I am tickled pink to be able to do what I'm about to do. A man who I grew up hoping and wishing and dreaming that I one day could, could be like him, that I could play football. You know, and when you talk, I told you many a times on this show about what a role model is. A role model plays a role in your life. For me, that role was football, of which Jack Tatum paid a major part in my life because I found somebody I could identify with that I said I wanted to play the game the way he did. Now, I, I remember one time I told you guys about that picture that's on Facebook. I remember after that game, when, they, when I made that tackle, they asked me about if it was the hardest hit I'd ever made. I said, no, actually, you know, I think one time when I was in high school, I hit a person I thought I had. I thought he died. Well, he didn't die, but I thought he did. But I was trying to be like Jack in high school. And then I also was trying to be like Jack when I went to college. And and I told you, I did this purposely for this show today. One time, one time in my entire life did somebody mention that I remember. I think it was two times because I just don't have the article from when I was in Philadelphia. But when I was in college, somebody wrote an article. And the article says a little bit like this. And this is, again, this is a tribute to Jack. This isn't about Rails. It's about I was trying to be like Jack. And I'm excited because they, they, they said I might be like Jack. But I believe me, I was not like Jack. I was just trying to be like Jack. 
but the article mentioned something about you know you know my plane and 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 and, and Okay, the headlines were some Ellis has a starring role in Buckeye movies. I've never had a starring role in any damn movies, okay? It's just, you know, they had to write something, so the guy wrote that, okay? And then, but it goes on to say that uh, I guess they were talking to my coach. Well, I told you my junior year, my coach was, you know, Pete Carroll. The other guy was the other guy who's missing a couple screws, too. My senior year was Nick Saban. So this was at the time that Nick had come in. He was my secondary coach. And it said, Nick said, what I appreciate is his consistency. Game in, game out, he gives an exceptional effort. He's very steady and influence, has a very steady influence on the defense. But then the guy went on to write this. He said, the guy wrote that Ellis is known at Ohio State by the Ohio State fans for two traits. His thundering hits from his corner position that are likened to those of Jack Tatum during his Buckeye days. That's it. That's it. Known, known for two traits, his thundering hits from his corner position that are likened to those of Jack Tatum during his Buckeye days. Okay, I'm done. I'm I'm done. I, I got paired, I got compared to Jack Tatum. Now, God knows I ain't nowhere near the football player that Jack Tatum was. But I tricked somebody. I hit somebody a couple times, and they and they wanted to compare me. And so, uh, man, you, you see what? Uh, can you imagine? If it was your what you strive to do your entire life and somehow or another somebody thought you were worthy enough that they would mention somebody's name, that person, in the same conversation with your name. So I'm happy about that. So I, I want you guys to know that Jack Tatum had a great influence on my life. And, and I'm hoping that I had a great influence on somebody else's life. And so the legacy continues to go on and on and on. And, and Malcolm Jenkins now, who was on the show last week who now will be moved to safety for the New Orleans Saints. You know, because of the fact that he came out of The Ohio State University, you know, one day he's going to want somebody to mention that name too. Not mine, not Todd Bell, but but Jack Tatum. He wants them to say, you know, Malcolm Jenkins, and you know, that looked like one of them Jack Tatum hits because they know he's from The Ohio State University. So they're expecting to get one of those. And and Malcolm, I I just want to thank that young man for just being a young man he is, you know, a good spiritual young man and, you know, trying to keep his life and on track and do the right things and uh, really was a blessing to a young man on the show last week. I think it was Alex. But uh, uh, as you can see, I, I've just been excited this entire show all about Jack Tatum, a tribute to Jack Tatum. There's another high school senior someplace right now who wants to go to Ohio State and who wants to be like Jack. And I just hope and pray. Listen, I'd like to send my condolences out to the family. Uh, I believe uh, Jack is survived by his wife, and I think he has uh, three kids. Uh, I I am not going to say that Jack is, you know, most remembered for the hit on on, on Daryl Stingley. That is not his career. That will not be what his career is all about. His career will be about the most physical individual to play the game of football ever in the National Football League. The man that changed the game a long time ago, and people continue to try to play football like Jack. But the way Jack played the game, today it's illegal. You, 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 can't, you can't hit a person like Jack did many times um, in the face, as I was taught at Ohio State University. You know, you, you cannot hit a man in the face. You, you cannot um, hit a man that is unprotected. 
But but that is the game of which Jack bought, as I said, into many households, into many stadiums. That is the game that Jack Tatum played that as the Raiders traveled around the country, everybody wanted to go see. You know, America is a country where we like violence. We like pain. We want to see people in pain. We celebrate that. We celebrate those woo hits. And and you heard Daryl call in, and he talked about how he appreciated the way Jack Tatum played the game when he saw him at, at the Ohio State University and, and then when he played for the, for the Raiders. And, and Jack did get that Super Bowl ring. That was his Super Bowl ring, I remember now, uh, when he came to visit us because the Raiders won the Super Bowl in 1976. So Jack Tatum, again, has, has left this earth and gone on to heaven. And I think Jack was like 61 years old. And uh, lost a battle with diabetes. And diabetes is near and dear to my heart because it touches me every day because of the fact that I've lost my mom to diabetes. And it's a terrible disease of which we need to have a cure. And so, Ohio State, if you can't, you know, erect a statue in honor of Jack Tatum and his football, you know, erect one for him and his challenge to help find a cure for diabetes. You know, because we, we needed such a terrible, terrible, terrible disease. It's amazing to me that those people in the field of medicine have been practicing for so long and they haven't found a cure. Uh, they, 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 they can medicate and, and, and they can kind of, you know, put a band-aid on it and they can make it feel a little, you know, temporarily feel better, but no cures. And, and you got some research departments there at Ohio State School of Medicine we, 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 let's do some Jack Tatum stuff and see if we can find a cure for diabetes. Now, it'd be interesting this year, um, you know, as football, we, we approach the Hall of Fame game. It'd be interesting to see what type of tribute uh, they will do. I, I know as the All-Star Baseball game came up and, uh, of course, uh, Mr. Steinbrenner had died for the Yankees, you know, if they paid tribute. I know the Raiders are not playing in a Hall of Fame game. But Jack Tatum is bigger than the Raiders. Jack Tatum is as big as football. And so because of that, I think the National Football League needs to celebrate Jack Tatum. As a matter of fact, I think every team in the NFL should wear a black patch this year. That's how big Jack Tatum is. Jack Tatum is the National Football League. He's not the Raiders. He's the National Football League. I'm sure the Ohio State University is going to wear a black patch this year. They might wear 32 on the back of their helmets. Everybody might wear Jack's number. But I told you how I'm going to celebrate. I got a little salt and pepper going on. That's Jack Tatum. The gray is Jack and the black is Tatum. Jack Tatum, I'm going to continue to support that. So the next time you see me, I'm going to have a little goatee there with a little salt and pepper on it. That's Jack Tatum. Remember, that's my Jack Tatum in honor of the best who ever played the game. Not just safety. He changed the, the entire game, not just that position of safety. He changed the way linebackers played. He changed the way defensive linemen played. He changed the way corners played. He changed the way the offense tried to attack a defense because you didn't want to get jacked up. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And that was just a tribute to the man, Jack Tatum. I got to go so you know. I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Rest in peace, Jack. Rihanna, where you at? You have my heart, and we'll never be worlds apart. Maybe in magazines, but you still be my star. 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.